the podcast where we sip and spill. Hello, my lovely loyal listeners. You are listening to another episode of Tea with Key. Okay, I am your host, Key, and I am so happy to have you listening today. Okay, thank you. Thank you. I just, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to clap for you because just alone listening to this podcast makes you a heightened, a heightened, a, 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 a 10 out of 10, first of all, and a heightened human being, okay? A heightened human being because on Tiwiki, we sip and we spill and I am just so thankful that you guys have supported me, continue to support me, and that you guys get to gain a lot from listening to these episodes, you know? So let's, let's, let's go ahead. Let's get, let's get down to it. So you know how we do on Tea with Key. We've been doing a couple of reloaded episodes where we have someone come back on the pod. We talk about highlights, get into some more of the nitty gritty. We also have some net new guests that'll be coming your way. But of course, I got to keep a little, you know, a little bit of a little bit of suspense, a little bit of surprises. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe this year, maybe next year. I'll let y'all know. I'll I'll, I'll do a little couple of teasers. <laughs> but then we have, of course, my little solo solo episodes where I get to talk to you guys one on one. Y'all know how we do. I'll let y'all know what I'm sip, sip, sipping on today. Let me, let me go ahead. Cause you know, we gotta, ooh, we gotta, we gotta open up the vocal cords. Let me go ahead and take a sip, 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 sip. Mm. Oh, good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. I'm actually drinking something that I don't even know if I've even ever drank this on an episode of Tea with Key. I'm actually, I'm drinking kombucha today. Well, when I first started Tea with Key, you know, I had, I was traditionally just drinking, you know, hot steeped tea. Um, but I've, you know, I've always, I'm from the South, you know, born and raised. Uh, I love sweet tea. And y'all know the first episode was sweet Southern tea. So, you know, we had our nice, our nice iced tea. And then of course there've been times where, you know, we go and get boba. So we get bubble tea. And then of course, you know, when we talk about uh, giving our money to the capitalistic society that we live in right now, um, to uh, Starbucks, <laughs> let me stop, <laughs> let me stop. <laughs> it is overpriced. I love it. Uh, I'm not getting paid to talk about Starbucks. I wish that I was. Do I wish that I was? Actually, no, I don't actually. I don't wish that I was. Well, the bag. Anywho, lattes, frappuccinos, variations of things that do use tea. Um, and then, you know, when I thought about what I wanted to drink for this episode, I said, yo, let me just grab some kombucha. I was actually, I was in the store, I was grocery shopping. I had my coupons, okay? I had my manufacturer coupons and I was in the store and I was buying some more yogurt because I love parfaits. I've been on this like whole parfait train lately. I love it, I love it. I love my, my non-fat plain yogurt, okay? And then fruit and granola. So like honey granola, Fruit, I typically will do like strawberries, slice them up, or I'll use blueberries, but sometimes blackberries, sometimes raspberries. Um, it's it's delicious. Parfaits are amazing. They're so fresh. I love them. And then, um, yeah, I was already in that section. So I was like, oh, well, I haven't had kombucha in a while. So let me go ahead and pick some, uh, pick some of this up. And uh, it, it made me think, I don't know if I talked to you guys about this on another episode, uh, when I was a senior in college, uh, I actually used to drink 
kombucha every Wednesday before my wines class. So kombucha naturally does have a little bit of alcohol in it. Not, not much, um, but it, it naturally does. So kombucha, it is a fermented drink. It is made from tea. Take the tea leaves, you steep them in, you know, fresh boiled water, add some sugar, you know, get your brew, 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 brew on, okay? Remove the leaves and then, you know, you allow it to cool down. And the part that uh, is, you know, typically the part if you're making it yourself that uh, takes a longer period of time in the beginning is your, your SCOBY. So that's, that's an acronym. So it's S-C-O-B-Y. It's the symbiotic culture of bacteria and yeast typically. So you can, if you like, if you want to make kombucha like on your own, you totally can just like, you could totally just go out and buy kombucha or you can make the scoba yourself. If you're talking to people who make their own kombucha, you might hear them say, uh, the mother. So when you make your first SCOBY, people call it the mother. So like your original beginning. And then when you use that to make more kombucha, that's typically called the babies. Tea leaves, steep, sugar, let the brew sit, take the leaves out, cool, SCOBY. And then, um, you know, there's a packaging like process after that where you put a cloth over it. And um, there's like specific time frames to all these things have to happen. So your girl did not make this kombucha. I'm about to take another sip of this purchased already made kombucha. Um before you continue. Ooh. Yeah. It's um good stuff, good stuff, good stuff. I think it tastes it I think it tastes pretty good. You know, it has a little bit of a kick. Uh you know, you get that little boost then I mean it does, you know, have a good fiber. So I mean, I don't know about y'all, but a bit out here trying to have healthy poops okay i'm trying to have healthy poops all right i need my digestion health to be good all right i am not a doctor do not say that oh key told you to drink kombucha every day so you can have healthy poops i'm just saying there is there's 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 the evidence out there okay okay also the stuff is just it's just straight up delicious that's what we own that's what we own Keys kombucha okay Keys kombucha <laughs> I was thinking about what what do I want to talk to you guys about? Because when I think about what this podcast is for, it is about us having conversations that are meant to inspire. They are meant to stimulate you as a listener to either reflect on a part of your own life or for you to take something that maybe you had not thought that much about, you know, really ponder, really think about, you know, so and I wanted to talk to you guys about how to cosplay on a budget. <laughs> I like cosplaying. And even though I've only been, you know, seriously doing it for a couple of years, and I say seriously, meaning that I sat down and was like, okay, this is something I know, like I'm super into something that is not just a phase. I'm going to be cosplaying for the rest of my life. And there's all these things I want to learn about. So I thought to myself, okay, I mean, we've got conventions. It's spooky season. Okay. It's October. All right. Shout out to... It's just, honestly, I love October because I feel like October is the most open month. People can be, pe people can be more free. Okay. The world is so, so judgmental. And I feel like October with having Halloween, National Coming Out Day, Atlanta Pride, it's just all of this into this wonderfully beautiful month. And I thought to myself, you know what? Yes, this is the absolute, this is the perfect time for us to talk about this. So some of y'all out there, you know, probably have already started to cosplay. I know that 
you know, from my friends um, that I do know, listen to the podcast. Y'all have been some of my friends that I have gone to conventions with, that I've gone to gatherings with, and, you know, we've cosplayed together. Um, but I do know that there are a good chunk of y'all out there who haven't cosplayed with me or haven't cosplayed at all, and maybe just, you know, want to learn about, you know, ways that you can either get into it or, you know, ways that if you are doing it right now that, you know, you could get, you can get like a little bit of tips, a little bit of tricks and stuff like that. So I'm really here. I'm, I'm, tr I'm, tr I'm really here to try to help y'all out. When we're talking about cosplay, we're talking about costume play. Okay. So that, that is ultimately where, you know, where that word comes from. And essentially you are putting on a costume representing, you know, whoever uh, your character is, whether it's a character from a video game, whether it's, you know, most of the characters that I dress up as are from anime. You could, you know, be a character from your favorite movie, you know, what, whatever character in whatever genre. Cosplaying is essentially role-playing a character. Now, of course, people were costuming before this term was explicitly, you know, being used all the time. But I think the first record of this term was dating back to the 1980s from Japanese artists. So, you know, manga creators, manga lovers, sci-fi, all that jazz. But specifically, when we talk about the term cosplay, in English, it's cosplay. And in Japanese, it's cosplay. And I really hope that I am pronouncing that correctly because your girl has tried to learn a little bit Japanese here and there, but let's see if we can actually, hold up here. One time for the one time. And there are many levels to this, but for the purposes of this episode, we'll just be looking at gathering, you know, the things that you need to look the part, okay? So in no particular order, we gonna, we gonna, we gonna, we gonna get right to it. I would say for anyone trying to cosplay on a budget, my advice would be definitely plan ahead. Planning ahead is something that I cannot stress enough. This one group chat that I'm in, it's a group chat for Dragon Con, which is an annual convention held here in Atlanta that's been going on for about, it's definitely been going on for over 30 years, but we have a group chat specifically for Dragon Con. And I kid you not, Dragon Con just went down Labor Day weekend and the group chat at the time was, you know, Dragon Con 2023. Right after Dragon Con 2023 passed, we renamed the group chat at Dragon Con 2024 and we're already talking about what we want to do as cosplays for next year. So I cannot stress enough how important it is to plan in advance, especially if you're trying to put together a cosplay specifically for an event because if you know, like in this case, we've already bought the tickets for next year. If you already know that you're going to be somewhere or that you want to get something together before a certain date, especially if you're traveling too. I know that a lot of people that I've actually met uh, at cons, you know, came into Atlanta. I haven't gone to a con outside of Atlanta yet. I want to, it's on the list. Definitely, you know, if, if you're looking for a specific fit for the function, and you got the date, look, I, I, I said, go ahead and go ahead and hop on that, you know, especially, you know, when, when we think about, and, you know, we'll kind of get into this a little bit later, but when we think about, you know, buying certain things and dates and everything coming in and all that, I would hate, I would, it would make my heart break literally for someone to tell me that they couldn't execute something because like they waited too long and then shipping and then maybe it came and it wasn't perfect. And, 
Y'all, y'all already know how that goes. Okay. Y'all already know how that goes. All right. I already got a bone or two to pick with this Bezos man or whatever, but let's, 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 let's move on. Let's move on. No, moral of the story is it is never too early. Okay. I think for me, one thing that has been really important and one thing that I've been trying to challenge myself with is being a better thrifter. I always knew I was at thrifty. Yeah. Okay. My mother definitely instilled that in me as a child. She always would remind me. I'd, eat, I'd even like go to the mall or something and she'd always say, don't buy the first thing you see. Or if you saw something, make sure, you know, you're looking around. And I think that really relates to, you know, the first note about planning in advance, because if time is on your side, you can definitely thrift in a manner that allows you to not really feel pressured or like stressed or have like increased anxiety for, I gotta find, I gotta find this exact piece. You know, I remember this was, I was looking for a particular purple and I'd already bought a piece and I was trying to find a matching purple when I was thrifting. And you know, the closer it gets to a date, you're always gonna feel more stressed. When I, when I talk about thrifting, I'm really talking about, you know, secondhand stores, discounts, you know, I am here for the deals. I always say my best friend is Clarence, okay? My best friend is Clarence, all right? And I'm not talking about sale. I'm talking about sale on sale. If I go somewhere, if I go to like brick and mortar, whatever, I go to an establishment, I go to the mall, I am looking, I'm looking for my best friend Clarence, okay? Because I, I tell you, you know, like they say, one person's trash is another man's treasure. So I definitely think that there are some gems out here. There have been times where I got stuff for my cosplay because I went to Goodwill, Plato's Closet, because there are definitely parts of your outfit that you can get together that you do not have to buy that is full price, okay? There are definitely parts of your cosplay that you can put together that you could definitely find by going to a thrift store. And I'd say too, even if you don't want to go thrifting because, you know, thrifting is a lot of energy. That is the caveat. Um, and as an able-bodied person who tends to have a lot of energy, I would definitely say it's more in my favor to like mentally commit to thrifting. But if you're looking at buying things for your cosplay, but you don't want to go outside, there are a lot of apps out here that cut out the middleman. I would say that in cases where, like, I, I'm gonna keep it real. I do, I do use Timu. I would say, a caveat: anytime you download an app or you go to a website that you usually don't go to, or that you know you're not really sure, like, okay, this is my first time like buying something, or I don't know anyone who's like bought from here. Definitely protect yourself. Okay, use that junk email when you create a password for your account. Definitely do not use a password that you use on any other account or like, and even if, I don't know, even if you you feel like you have to reuse a password, definitely don't make it like a password used for like important things, you know, like for your own personal finances or like, you know, important information and stuff like that. Um, and even on top of that, even if like you don't want to actually use, you know, your credit card or your debit card or whatever, you can totally use like a gift card if you're wanting to say, okay, I've never purchased from this, um, you know, website or app before. So let me just let me try to keep it as safe as possible because I definitely, you know, I'm definitely here for the deals, but you definitely want to protect yourself too um, as a person, you know, when it comes to, to buying pieces online. You pl you planned in advance, all right? We've got that. We planned in advance, all right? We we have a date or we have a mission, we have a function, we have, we have something in mind to know what we're working towards. And 
even if we don't cosplaying at home too look that's even better because guess what you ain't got to be pressed for time because who you rushing not yourself okay <laughs> you've got your timeline together you've started thrifting or maybe you're scrolling and you're seeing you know pieces that you want to put together at discounted prices you you're you're on the move you're on the move okay one thing that i want to suggest because that's something that I have done when you're looking for pieces what I've noticed is if you specifically type in the character or the show the movie what you're looking for people out here they're trying to be in their own bag too okay so they will mark those prices up they know okay I know this person is specifically wanting this for you know cosplay purposes and I've definitely seen some things that were marked up to a price where I was like mm, I'm not really comfortable paying that so what I would say, if you are searching, definitely, if you know the character, like uh, one of the characters that I cosplayed when we did a group cosplay for last year's Dragon Con, which some of y'all may have seen on Let Graham, <laughs> I was Hanji from Attack on Titan. And I would say that one thing that really helped me accomplish that look was being, being handy. One thing that I don't know how to do that I wish I knew how to do and this is something that I've told myself I want to, you know, have like a future goal is I do want to learn how to sew, but you don't need to learn how to sew in order to be super duper handy. So one of the things that I did for when I did my Hanji cosplay, so Hanji from Attack on Titan is I went to Goodwill and I bought a green jacket for the low, 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 low. Okay. It was basically free 99. Okay. Of course I did want to, you know, be more in character and I was not going to find something that was related to Attack on Titan or the Scouts <laughs> and Goodwill. So I ended up buying the emblem as patches from Amazon. And those are the patches that you can take and then iron on to clothing. So I bought the patches from Amazon. I thrifted the green jacket from Goodwill. And then so when I got the patches, all I had to do was, you know, take them out, put them on, and then pretty much iron them on. So, you know, having, having something in between ironing them on and, you know, making sure that it was it was good to go um, on both sides it like you know it stuck on the outside it was good and then on the inside it felt fine so um that was one thing that i was like happy for because i was like okay i can i can i can put this together you know i can, I can put this together one of the things that i i learned uh, well that i've learned over time if you're cosplaying in a group, definitely think about buying things in bulk. So one of the things I was thankful for, um, one of my friends, so we had done a Waluigi cosplay for this past Dragon Con and she had bought roses for us. And, you know, that was nice because we're walking around and our cosplay just going wah, wah, and we have our roses too, which was like super duper cute. So a lot of times like in like the beginning when I was cosplaying, I was just like doing it for myself. I was doing it alone. But if you can do it with people and you are thinking about doing a group cosplay, you can also think about, you know, buying, uh, buying things in bulk so that it'll be, you know, cheaper per person. Oh, also, I don't even know if I said this in the beginning. My kombucha, it's guava. This, oh. It's hitting, it's hitting, it's hitting. I just, I had to let y'all know. <laughs> 
All right, let's transition. Let's transition. So I want to transition into really talking about cosplaying, cosplaying within your, your friend group, within, you know, there are times when I have leaned on my friends and it has meant the world to me, okay? To actually be able to, you know, put something together have help on putting something together and then have the, the final product looking so banging and you looking like, mm, I look good. Guess what? I have my girl help me out. I have my dude help me out. You know, it's just, it's 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 a really nice feeling. Cause, Cause I will say when we're talking about cosplaying on a budget and how we can still accomplish the goal of, I want to embody this character. I want to radiate their energy. I want to look like them. I want to walk like them. I want to talk like them. I want to be them. I, I would keep it real. There have been times, even like for our group stuff, like it's literally just been because someone knows how to do something. So I have a friend that is into 3D printing. So when we were doing our Waluigi costumes, he 3D printed our mustaches. And this is a hobby that he's had for years. He absolutely loves it. And you know, he was he was one of the people who was also going to be, you know, in our group, of course, when we went. And um, it's kind of funny because the mustaches that he he 3D printed. So if you have like a nose ring, what are they called? Oh, my goodness. I can't even think of the word like the bull ring. Imagine that. But instead of like the ring, it's a mustache. It was it was just it was so funny because it looked like, oh, it could be like a nose ring. But actually, like it's our, it's our mustache, you know, and, and that was one of the things that we definitely wanted to cement, you know, the actual look, because as you guys know, I don't know, like if y'all are Mario people or not, but looking at Waluigi's mustache, that is that is a specific, a specific look okay you can't just find that mustache everywhere and it was really nice because he was just like of course I'll do this and for him because he's so skilled and he's an expert at his craft it was nothing to I mean he could he could have done it in his sleep <laughs> I would also say like when we're talking about looking within our circles when we're talking about putting a cosplay together even borrowing things okay there is no shame when it came closer to oh okay I'm like putting my cosplay together me and my mom we the same size feet. Well, okay, no, like same-ish size feet. Um, so I was like, hey, you know, can I borrow your boots? And she was like, of course, yes. And of course, anytime if you are thinking about borrowing things that you know um, would work for your cosplay, of course, consent is sexy. Okay, ask your friends, ask your people before you borrow stuff. And of course, take the utmost care of it. I think another thing that I haven't heard like a lot of people are really talking about, but just really being grateful for gifts, honestly. I mean, there is, there's a cosplay that I am planning and you guys, you guys definitely will, will be seeing it on Instagram, Twitter, all that jazz. One of the props that I'll be using is a katana, so a sword. And I, I've had this katana for for some years and I have not incorporated it into a cosplay yet, but the character that I will be embodying uses a katana. She has her sword with her. So that's actually the first time that I'm using this gift in a cosplay, but you know, even instances like that, it was a gift that I got years ago. And now I'm thinking to myself, oh wow, this character, I can actually walk around with this now and be like, yeah, like I'm that bitch, I'm that bitch. I guess on the same lines of, you know, thinking about your, your circles. So, 
You know, is there someone in your, your firm group that, you know, has a specialized skill or, you know, in cases where, yeah, if you wear the same shoe size as someone, can you borrow something? Or even cases when you're getting something that's unexpected, like, you know, a gift. I would say one thing that also will like help you when you're thinking about how to cosplay on a budget, even, even like the most randomest times, let me tell y'all, I was, I was at my old job and we had a secret Santa and, you know, I think we, we used some website, that Elfster website website or something so you know your name you put some things that you want and everyone gets you know one person y'all know how it goes I remember I had only put demon slayer stuff in my cart I said to myself okay well I've only put demon slayer stuff in this cart for secret santa so I don't know who my secret santa person is and the, the person like they kind of knew me but like they didn't like really know me we were more you know like co-worker associates whatever you want to call us so in that case, I was like, well, I know one of these things is going to be something I can like, you know, use in the future or wear in the future. <laughs> so, you know, even times like that, where you're thinking about, you know, it doesn't even have to be secret Santa. I mean, whatever version of like, if there is an opportunity where someone is going to get you a gift and you need to tell them or give them ideas, oh, you best believe if you're already thinking, look, if you're already planning your next cosplay or you've been thinking about something, then that's like the prime opportunity. You know, we we kind of have been talking about the outfits. So in terms of like what clothing you're getting and then also what props you're going to have if your character has a prop that they need to carry or that they wear. I think another thing too, when we talk about makeup, which I'm still learning, I have not really, um, I haven't explored too much in terms of like being more daring in my makeup options, but I definitely am open to it. But ask, ask for help. One of my friends, my best friend, she is so good with makeup. I've literally like watched her like do our friend's makeup before like going out. She's done my makeup, you know? So I would say too, like if you're thinking about, you know, you already have like your fit, you have your props or whatever, you know, but let's say like your character has like a certain like uh, facial feature or, you know, accents that are specific to that character and you're not really sure how to execute it. If you know people that know how to do makeup in your friend circle, definitely ask them for help. Also, YouTube is super duper helpful. Um, also going back to my best friend, we used to just like watch makeup videos together, you know, and it will not be a makeup video that comes from me. But what I will say is there are people out here that can help you. Okay. That's how we plan in ahead. We could even do some practice before. Cause let me tell y'all, I dang sure. I love to put on my whole fit to make sure. Okay. Is there anything that I'm missing? Is this how I want the final look to be? Because you know, the more, the more you do, the less you'll have to worry about later. One thing that I really, really, really like, in addition to, you know, really just kind of like nerding out with people, if I see that they're either the same character I am or they're from the same show or they're a character from a different show, but the same creator, on top of all of these things being like, you know, reasons why I get excited. I think one thing that like I am thankful for with being very particular when it comes to certain things that I buy, what I would recommend to y'all who are trying to, you know, save a little coin, I highly suggest buying things that have multi-use or like when you buy things, you can legit wear them even when you're not cosplaying. So I try to think about it like this. 
when I cosplay certain characters, I don't always necessarily need to be 100% um, looking like that character. Now, of course, yeah, like I will, you know, buy a wig if they have a different color hair. I would say definitely think about buying things that you can wear when you're not cosplaying. So for example, so when I went to MomoCon, I was Faye Valentine from Cowboy Bebop. We'll, we'll call a jacket. It's not a jacket. It's the top that she wears over her regular clothes. Um, so the red top that she wears over that kind of like, you know, hangs off her shoulders legit i will wear the heck out of that thing like to atlanta united games if i'm trying to go out and look cute when i think about pieces that you can put together having pieces that go with the character but also in terms of like your own personal wardrobe or like when you're you know someone like you're not cosplaying or you know you're trying to make a fashion statement I would also say that that's something that I think about. I wore the red top um, the whole time. I was at MomoCon. I definitely could have cosplayed her without the red top, but I wanted to go for like, you know, like the whole vibe, the whole look. And the good thing is, is that when I'm not cosplaying Faye, I can still wear the red top. Or even like, I went to this one, um, it was a party but there were also vendors and food, but it was more so a party. <laughs> and I cosplayed Kula from Hunter Hunter. You know, he, now let me tell y'all, y'all know if y'all listen to the episode that uh, I published a couple of episodes ago, I talk about how much I, I love, I love the manga, I love the anime. Shout out to y'all uh, who are fans who just got volume 37, okay? Amazon was playing games before, but I finally got it. I got to read it. So yay. When I was putting that together, I'm like, okay, white top, you know, short sleeved, blue undershirt, long sleeves. And I'm like, these are, these are things that I could also wear separately in my day to day when I am not being that character. So you can also think about getting more value for the things that you have, knowing that in addition to wearing them for your cosplay, you can still get use out of them in your day to day. You might could see things that you already have. The last, I guess, kind of like point I want to make about, you know, when we think about, we think about making sure that our dollar goes as far as possible is really the care. Okay. The care. And I mean, like in all ways, okay, this, this year, 2023, I have washed more things by hand in 2023 than I have in my entire life. Okay. I used to say like, Oh, what's the point of washing things by hand? Yada, yada, yada. No. When I buy stuff for cosplay, I really, really, really try my best to keep it in really good condition to make sure that I can keep it as long as possible. Because these are cosplays that I'm going to want to wear again, whether I'm going to MomoCon, DragonCon, or I'm going to a party, or I'm going to Awa, or I'm doing it for myself, or like we have like a gathering or, you know, I'm really thinking about this for the long haul because cosplaying is not just something that I'm doing for the now. It's going to be something that like I'm doing forever. I'm going to be cosplaying until I freaking cash out of my 401k, <laughs> you know? So what I really want to stress to you guys who are really interested, you know, in cosplaying and really thinking about the finances of it all really, really, really make sure that if you want something to last, that you are really taking good care of it. And th this comes to all stages. So when you get it, when you're actually cosplaying and then your aftercare, and then also your organization as well, because 
you definitely don't want to have to end up buying something that you already have or something gets lost or you're just like, you know what? I have no idea what's going on. I actually have a separate closet where I put my stuff for cosplaying. So, so I have a specific section where, you know, I'm hanging up the things that I'm wearing. So, you know, whether it's, you know, tops, bottoms, and then I have a section in like the upper left for my wigs because I do, I, I love wigs. I'm gonna keep it real. Like I love wigs so much. I didn't realize how much I loved wigs until senior year of college, keeping it real. After I cosplay that I still put, you know, the wig back just the way that I got it. Um, I have been thinking about getting the mannequin heads just so it would be easy for me to, you know, work with the wigs like in between when I'm thinking about maintenance. Um, but for now, um, they're all in their original packaging and they're all like in like the left corner in the closet. So I have the clothes hung up and then the wigs on the left and then on the right, I have my props. So all the props that like I've used or that like I want to use for uh, my cosplaying. So that way like I can make sure that when I think about if I want to do a repeat cosplay or a new cosplay, I can see, I, I know exactly where all of these things live. They live in one closet and I specifically, even if I'm wanting to like wear it for casual use, I'll still take it out of the cosplay closet, put it on, and then, you know, after washing it, I will put it back into the cosplay closet because I just really want to make sure that in addition to having, you know, my stuff in good condition, I want to make sure that I'm organized as well. So the good thing about, you know, if you tell yourself to be as organized as possible when it comes to your cosplay stuff, you can really think about, okay, this is everything that I'm working with and you will not have to worry about, um, you know, rebuying more stuff because you already have it in your lovely organized cosplay closet. With all this being said, I'm really hoping that I was able to help y'all out in terms of, you know, tips that can hopefully, you know, make your dollar go a lot further when you're thinking about cosplaying. And I really hope that you're able to take all of these tips and really just heighten your cosplay experience. You know, I mean, when we think about what what this really is, why why do we do it? Okay. And what why is it important to us? You know, we we have so many memories attached to things that we've watched, art that we've consumed, and to be able to be in the shoes of those people that we've watched that have made us cry, that have made us laugh, that have made us scream, that have made us feel, that have awakened emotions that we didn't know were awakened before, and just all these different things, all these feelings. When we think about cosplaying, it's really, it's up to you to decide what that interpretation looks like. When I think about putting on a fit, okay, I'm going, I'm gonna, I'm you know, you won't, you, you won't know who I am, okay? But I might do a little bit of this, I might do a little bit of that, you know, and I have natural hair too. So if I'm not putting on a wig, you best believe these curls is gonna be popping, okay? Like, it's really just, it's a form of expression. Even if you're not that character to a T when you're thinking about, expressing how you feel about this character or how that character makes you feel, having that expression and presenting it to the world, like that is really, that is really like the heart of it all. You having love for this work of art and then you in your own way being that work of art, you know? And I just think, I think it's so cool. I think it's so awesome. Like, honestly, sometimes I'm not gonna lie, like, I literally, I think back and I kind of wish like I started doing this like 
you know, when I was a kid, I mean, you know, we think about Halloween and we think about dressing up, but you know, when I was a kid, I never thought about cosplaying. I never thought about being someone that I wasn't when it wasn't Halloween. I never thought about dressing up in terms of like, actually like, oh, okay, I'm about to, you know, I'm about to be like my I'm not doing my, my favorite protagonist. I definitely don't have like, you know, any regrets in terms of, I would need a time machine right now to go back in. But I'm really happy that in my adult life, it's something that I found that I really enjoy and it makes me happy. And there are also ways that, you know, I do want to challenge myself as it pertains to, you know, being able to do more things like with my own two hands. Cause my mom always said, you know, if you're self-sufficient, the more you can do, you don't have to pay somebody else to do. So I definitely want to learn how to be more handy, more crafty. Um, I do want to get better <laughs> thrifting skills to, you know, uh, you know, find out about like, more holes in the walls and other places that uh, definitely could have some hidden gems. You know, what I'm really just like happy about is that I get to do something I love and I just feel, I feel so free and I get to do it with people I love and it's so amazing. You know, it's just, it's free of judgment. Okay. You know, I think that, I think that the main thing here is just, it's having fun. Okay. Like cosplaying in itself. It's just, it's a super fun experience being surrounded by people who, you know, also consider this to be like one of their hobbies that they really enjoy. It's just like the level of respect that we have for each other, you know, it's just like, I'm very grateful for. This is definitely something that, you know, I could inspire somebody else to maybe try cosplay if they haven't or any ideas. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm here for you guys, you know, I'm really here to showcase what I like to do and then ways that I can also improve. But at the end of the day, have fun, okay? And when it comes to this, you don't need, you don't need a lot of money to cosplay. You do not need a lot of money to cosplay, okay? You have willpower, imagination. Now you will need a little bit of money, okay? You will need, well, I guess technically if you already had the stuff, you wouldn't. But moral of the story is you can get it done, okay? You can get it done. Whether you're cosplaying at home, prepping for a convention or, you know, getting ready to enjoy spooky season. You now have tips for success on how to make your dollar go a little bit further. In the meantime, in between time, check out other episodes of Tea with Key. There is a crap ton of content I know you guys will find super duper duper useful. And I have some freaking amazing guests, okay? The people that come on Tea with Key, like I said, they are heightened. They are heightened. They are top tier. So yeah, check it out. See you guys next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of Tea with Key.